Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Breeze Talks. It is now 1.30 in the afternoon here in Brazil. It's Monday. In New York it's 11.30 in the morning. And in London it's 4.30 in the afternoon. So let's have another chat. This is a very exciting day because, well, I'll tell you later. But here with me I have my good old buddy Macedo. Yo, what's up, Cici? And welcome back, everyone. We are now in the 50th episode of our podcast. Today is 22nd of February of 2021. And we are now, right now, experiencing our last episode of our test phase. Uh, I'm very excited as well to finish this, this process so we can go further and how can I say this? So we can get to the real game, you know? What do you think? Yeah, let's start playing, bro. We are done with the tutorial. We are done of the tu with the tutorial and now it's the real game. Now the, the hard part starts, but it's going to be a piece of cake. I can, I can, I can, I, 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 will, I will bet that it's going to be a piece of cake. No, it's not going to be, but... No, it is, it is. I feel that too. I feel that too. We, we took our time. We did our business. Oh, we have our friend here. Hello, Rafa Chico. Welcome to the live. He's watching this with Yo, us. What's up? He's our Brazilian friend. Yes. Well, there is one spectator here in the chat. And he said, oh. salve. Salve. Oh, that's new because in the last, in the previous four episodes no one was list listening to us but right now we have a, a guest wow that that's new and that's a start yes, yes yes that's true actually we did have a guest two actually and one of them was lalaputa <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah but that that was a bot wasn't it yes but it was someone <laughs> it was someone somewhere around the globe but well anyway uh as we said this is the last episode of our test phase but today we are going to talk about something slightly different in uh, regarding our last episodes we are going to go further on our breeze experience about technology right that is right my friend Today we have some very sci-fi shit for you guys. Yeah, some very heavy sci-fi shit. And specifically about uh, the... How can I say this? Specifically about the, the unity between VR and some gadgets. Yes, and, it's called and full what dive. By full dive VR. Yeah, we are doing full dive. And by gadgets, I mean things that you can do yourself. You, you, if you have the means, if you, well, you, if you have the access to the internet, and if you have the budget to to buy some some electronic components and whatnot, you can research stuff all over the internet. And you can build some very cool gadgets that can interact with uh, not only the reality itself, like 
to help you with day-to-day uh, -day tasks, but also with virtual reality that right now is being developed. Uh, well, VR, it's be, uh, have been VR, it's being de developed um, for some years, some years right now, but we're entering a phase where this is going to the next level. And CC has some very cool things to tell you. Oh, yes, I do. And Macedo does too. Uh, well, where do you want to begin with this? Do you want to talk about the next mine gadget or the gloves? Like, you know, the gloves? I, like... I think the gloves is a good start. Okay. So the thing with the gloves, this is uh, the thing. Uh, there's one guy in YouTube. I can leave the link in the description for his, his video. But basically, this is the thing. This guy, he has a wearable computer. So he has Google Glass, but like homemade, DIY, do it yourself. And in yeah. order to control the computer, he does not use his, his cell phone which is like a magical square that lives in your pocket. Uh, he uses uh, gloves that, it's a glove that has a built-in computer with machine learning. And when he moves his hand, like he does symbols, like fucking Naruto Jutsus, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Then the, compu the computer in his head turns on and does stuff for him. Yeah, the thing is that this dude, he assembled some electronic components into a globe. The, the, but apart from the electronic components, he 3D printed the, the backbone of the globe itself. So here's the thing. He assembled the, the, 3D, the 3D printed parts along with the electronic components. And the globe functions this way. Um, there's your index finger, where you can use it as the the keyboard. There's the middle finger, where you can use it as the the mouse, and there's the the little finger, where you can use it as the as a <laughs> scroll button. The so, little finger, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's not called the little finger. I don't know. It's called pinky finger, which is way worse. <laughs> pinky finger. That's way worse. Wow. <laughs> But okay. Yeah, whatever. You got this. <laughs> I, I prefer the little finger, pinky finger. What? That's so <laughs> ugly. That's so ugly. And but that's it. You 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 have a built-in mouse and keyboard interface uh, built-in in your hand, and this glove it's connected to a mainboard, like it's the host. There's yeah, one bigger computer in his back pocket. Yeah, and then he can use a... What's, what was that called? What, what it's did, a what Tinsy, did... Tinsy 2. It's pretty much a little, little, little Arduino. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you said that it was kind of outdated, but uh, what was it? Yeah, the, uh, it's not that outdated, you know. It's just that it's somewhat underpowered, you know. Uh, its main job is pretty much to have a big chip that runs the code. And it also has like 20 parts where he can put the inputs. 
So that's pretty much like his fingers. He uses five or six for each finger, you know, and then others for the main computer. And uh, all the things he has to do, it's pretty much the brain because it runs the machine learning code, which is like, uh, it's based on neurons, you know, so it's very much the brain. Yeah. Uh, and it's run, it runs a minified version. So it's like 70 kilobytes of code for real, for real, for real, for real. It's uh, it's very small. It's yes. like very optimized. Yes, that's the the correct word. It's very optimized, and this much this code that was run through machine learning, it is well. You can make anything that you want, actually. Like this guy, uh, specifically, he wrote the code so he could use a interface interface that well. He has a he has some glasses. He has some wearable glasses that function as a. Oh, can I um, add in like a practical example? Oh, please go ahead. So imagine this from his point of view. You have these glasses, pretty much just glasses, and he wants to turn on the computer. So like a mini map on your eyes. What he does? He literally opens his hand. You can see my hand, but imagine that I'm like resting, uh, rest position, and then I open my hands like whoosh, appear, sure. and then the screen turns on, and then things appear, you know. And once he's done, he closes his hand like, whoosh, and then it turns off. Yeah, and not only he trained the artificial intelligence to to recognize some functions. For example, uh, the the fingers are, are the keyboard, the mouse, and the the scroll button. He also trained the AI to write to recognize, yeah, to write and to recognize uh, his hand movements as some um, as some tasks. For example, yes. like you just said, and that's awesome. He literally writes like A, B, C, D on the air. He draws that. Yeah, he draws that, and like you said, he when he closes when he closes his hand, uh, the the system shuts down, and when he opens his hand, the system boots. Yes, that's something very amazing, you know. I think what it does, uh, way more than like just being a computer, is that it uses machine learning, and you use the right word, it trains. Using machine learning is basically taking advantage of the power of training, which is like a psychological concept, I guess you could say, because biological creatures can adapt and be trained, and we are trying to mimic that in computers. So computers are not like rigid anymore. So praise A, B happens. It's more like, okay, we are going to do this shit for like a billion times, and it's not about the exact input it's more like about the general shape yeah that's that's something that i taught uh, some some time ago uh for this exact same uh reason uh like for example uh back in the days or until nowadays as well but computers always use the imperative do you know what i mean yes the, the, they uh, what do, how can I say this? They, they use hard logic, very hard logic. Yeah, they use hard logic, but translating this to our language, they are giving us 
uh, orders. Like, for example, press this key, uh, close this button. Uh, it's very imperative. Like, they are hardwired to do uh, a very specific task because they were trained to do so. But with the development of AI, they are becoming more intuitive, if you, if you can consider this. No, I wouldn't use this word, but I understand what you mean. It's uh, Well, actually, this is a very funny story because uh, I use it to talk a lot about this in college, like in my actual classes. Uh, this is a debate that has been going around for millennia now. And it's the debate of hard logic uh, and dialectic logic, which means sure. like you don't have to say if A equals B, B equals C, then C equals A. This is hard logic because it's exact. There is dialectic logic, which is more like, uh, well, A can be either B or uh, D. Uh, it depends. On context, mm -hmm. actual context. Uh, actually, we have two people here right now. Hello, hello, you who are here oh, right now. Do you know this guy as well, or it's uh, someone new? No, I'm only able to know who's here if they type in the chat. So remember to say hi so I can know who you are, okay? I will always yeah. remember your name. We always remember, and welcome. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the, the conversation. But just like you were, you, just like you were saying, the... the uh, regarding dialectics and logic. Mm -hmm. uh, are we going to elaborate more? Yes, yes, I'm going because uh, actually it's a funny story because the debate is that uh, I had I came into college having a real hard logic mind, you know, and as I progressed further on my psychology major. Uh, I had a lot of friends who are way more into the dialectic logic. And funny thing is, here, in at least in my college, uh, it, that was seemed very much having a dialect mind. You are very much drinking from Karl Marx himself, you know? Sure, yeah. While hard logic was way more Greek guys 3,000 years ago. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. I, I'm, I'm not very into this, this kind of. How can I say that? Well, I, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not so knowledgeable about this. But I can, I can say that under I, I understand that that there's these differences. And how, how could you say that? AI could be possibly influenced by these differences if there's... Well, I think there's a very direct link with this because let's say that hard logic was how old computers used to be. And some people, uh, like the old philosophy guys, uh, they developed logic. They said, well, like I, I actually read a book on logics. It's made by Aristoteles. And yeah. he wrote that like 3,000 years ago and he was like, you know, people think in a certain way. I'm going to write the rules on how they think. So suppose they have to come up with a decision. How do they decide stuff? Uh, is that something like does A equal B? And he made like 12 books thinking like this. 
and yeah. then like after some time i think plato like his disciple you know came around and then he said no i mean yes it, it is in certain cases uh hard logic because with hard logic you can make like mathematics and then physics and analyze stuff in a predictable way you know yeah. but that's you have to agree that in order to use those powers you have to say that hard log hard logics means that it's always going to happen that you know even if you do not expect this it kind of leads to this conclusion it's unavoidable yeah, and that is true my blown yeah go on sorry no it's okay uh i'm sorry if i speak over you it's just i have a hard problem not seeing the mouth moving you know yeah you you mentioned that before but i'm sorry i could i cut you uh, during the your no it's your okay processor. but you know the thing is computers uh they use logic gates in order to make switches and that's pretty much what binary means so it's either zero or one so that's yes or no and that's pretty much the heart of hard logic uh, it's based on yes or no structures and how they interact and you can only have yes or no a or b it's either one or the other left or right you know yeah and that leads to mathematics in many senses you know however mathematics and computers are not simply zeros and ones you can also do thinking for complex problems in ways that they add way more variables that are not that simple and they also have to assume values based on context so they are not like absolute values they are learned values learned values yes that's where dialectics comes in because uh with this this means that okay there is a there is one there is false and true however false and true can be tied to a certain configuration in which it's okay that they may be based on something absolute however context here matters way more so uh, the whole training thing becomes a thing, you know, because you can only train when things are not certain. You have to do a leap of faith, you know. There is no absolute value. No, yeah. That, I don't know if I'm talking shit right here, but that's where, I guess, but that's where the empiric, empirical... Um, yeah, the empirical sense of view, like throwing yeah. dice that's that's where the the empirical sense gets in right mm -hmm. yeah that's and very that's much true. it because like hard logic and mathematics they can exist in a world where things are absolute and they don't even need the the real empirical world to exist they are just ideas yeah it's, uh, it's literally no not literally uh it's abstract yes those are abstract concepts and it's truly mind-blowing how our brains well because our brains are a processor it's, we can, we can agree the here that our brains are computers right yes and going back to the to the theories of aristotle and plato uh, we can See how mind blowing was that those guys uh, came up with a way to to, un to 
kind of understanding how the the human mind and the brain worked so they could create a set of rules that could decipher that that well later on we could like you said with the mathematics and logic later on that developed into algorithms mm -hmm. that today that is the the base for almost anything that is wrote uh, uh, and most importantly, AI. But I don't know how uh, me personally, me personally, I don't know mm -hmm. how dialectics can be merged with AI. But when some papers go out, uh, I, do you do you uh, like the um, right now? I'm saying this. Uh, mm -hmm. Have you ever read, not in college or whatever, uh, have you ever read or known about some paper that, that has been released on these, on these matters, like dialectics and AI? I don't know. Well, yes, in a sense, yes. Not specifically, but uh, I did, for sure. This is a school of thought. So you can, many people can go developing ideas but this is pretty much the basics so you have to choose either one one of either schools you know yeah and what i mean by this is that well you can make dialectic logics uh using hard logics you know uh in a sense that's what uh machine learning is doing right now with neuron theory because, yes, while we are using computers that are hardwired to zero and one logic, uh, in a fundamental sense, if you go down from the UI down to the machine code, there is a zero and a one, like a switch is turned up or down for realsies. For realsies. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that, you can create uh, dialectic logics. So... Neurons, uh, they can adopt many values, like in between zero and one. In fact, there are infinite values for those. And even though they are composed of uh, like hard, hard, hard values, you know, zeros and ones, yeah. what you're compromising here is just precision, but you are using complex dialectics logic, like context-based logic. This is what it is, okay? Dialectics is pretty much context-based logics, and hard logic would be uh, fundamentals. You declare fundamentals, and then you go on. Yeah, but I guess that uh, with the years to come, or with the with the decades to come, um, these things are going to change wildly because uh, we are very soon to 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 see to see more uh quantum computing quantum i was computing. expecting you to say that oh my god macedo i love yeah. you bro yeah I, I, <laughs> I was going to be there i, I knew that you, you were going to talk about that too uh, nice. man, because quantum computing is going to change this shit like a lot not only with uh, with the processing 
uh, information, not only that, but everything around us. Uh, for example, I can, I, I, I'm going to use a real life example about this. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go back to cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. Um, I've, I've read about something relating to the, to the people trading Bitcoin and how the blockchain technology was reading, written. Mm -hmm. uh, it was expected that the last Bitcoin, the, the last block of Bitcoins was going to be mined in 2000 and... Well, it, it, it was going to, to be 100 years from now. Really? It was going to, yeah, the, the last block was going to be, to be mined 100 years from now because uh, there's the supply of all of the all of the uh, like those graphic cards, right? Yeah, not the graphic cards, but the 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 the, the supply of the of the coins itself, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I know when... they have values, specific values. Yeah, they have a specific values, and when you were mining them, and you keep mining and keep mining and keep mining, uh, the the easiness. Uh, the more you, the more you, the more you you farm it. it the farm it is not the, the right. Uh, the more you mine, the yeah, more you mine. Farming the is a nice. To, yeah, uh, I mean the the more you mine these cryptocurrencies, the harder it gets to to get more because the code was reading so it could uh, go in a decrease level uh what do i mean by this uh when bits when bitcoin uh started getting mined uh back in 2009 i guess 2008 i guess it was 2009 uh it was very abundant it was very easy to mine it but as time passed and and more people started mining it it started getting more hard to mine and more people had to group so they could do this together. And that's where the graphic cards enter in the picture. And uh, you have all the, yeah, you have all these big ass farms with thousands of thousands of computers with lots of graphic cards uh, running at full power so they can mine the most Bitcoin, Bitcoins they can. And that's a problem that is current. Uh, we are seeing this right now with the, with the short supplies of graphic cards. For example, the graphic cards can be used for other things like gaming. Gaming, and, yes. And because of the Bitcoin miners, the prices of the graphic cards are skyrocketing because they are buying all of them and they have for money example, the to buy them <laughs> yeah <laughs> the 380 for example the last uh, nvidia card uh it went out of supply within hours days after it got released 
because all of these miners are buying them like like crazy and then and that's a problem because there's only one way right now to do so but with quantum computing that's going to change like very very wildly uh, i've seen i've seen some some people say that uh, i don't know who it was but they made a speculation about the time to with with quantum computing uh if, if you consider that ibm i guess it was ibm ibm made a statement saying that they were going to to get a very powerful quantum computer available uh by 2023 like two two years from now yes also and... known as tomorrow yeah also known as fucking tomorrow and with that it well you have a new tool to do the shit that you are doing now like it's it's way 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 more powerful powerful and with by that uh remember that i said that the the previous expectation was that the last bitcoin block was going to be mined 100 years from now with quantum computing uh if you if you are using quantum computers to mine cryptocurrencies well you can say that probably 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 uh it is not going to be 100 years but five years imagine can you fucking imagine elon musk is gonna go crazy man <laughs> yeah he's going to manipulate the shit out of the market <laughs> oh i want to live to see that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's five years from now it's crazy oh my god Yes, uh, sorry, I was going to continue on the on this idea, but I was kind of imagining what the tweets from Elon Musk would be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you're going to get into this train, get in right now, because shit's going to get real crazy very soon. Actually, we have been crazy for a while now, so it's not going to get way more crazy. It's just the oh, usual crazy every day. <laughs> Yeah, trust me, it is going to be way crazier. But I know and, what you're well, saying, man, about quantum computers, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I know, yeah, that's pretty much it, because uh, usual computers, common computers, they work on a zero-one logic. However, the thing with quantum computers, they can assume, like, any value between zero and one. And at the same time, that's pretty crazy. It truly is. Uh, I don't even have the the technical information or the knowledge to discuss about quantum computers or how do they even work. But I'm eager to to see how they are going to influence society around us. Just like the internet was 20 years ago. Well, yeah. I think that's something very crazy. I, I'm not sure if we are going to have uh, like uh, quantum computers in our house so soon, but we are going to have some major big-ass computers, quantum computers in like Google servers, 
and they are gonna run like some crazy computations algorithm wise because their the revolution for these uh, in, like in between values and also like you can process pretty much you don't have to go like the thing with zero and one you have to go procedural so you have to go from A to B and you have to follow like sequential steps quantum computers yeah. you can do like parallel computation so bro you can that's run... another new level that that's what fucks with bitcoin that's specifically what screws with usual cryptocurrency because we rely on the idea that well in order to run these calculations and from going from a to b you will take like a billion years if you run in parallel that's not the case yeah, that's exactly. Before it was 100 years. Now it's five because you can do all these parallel uh, computing process, man. And you, you just cut off three-thirds, no, uh, three-fourths of the time needed to, to run the, the calculation. And, man, imagine this. Uh, I'm trying to, to, to think ab about another example. Imagine just whatever imagine the streaming services yes imagine, i was gonna say that streaming services are gonna wild yeah like uh, google had that project uh, stadia that was gaming by streaming wasn't it yes yes i guess that they uh, they they stopped the project i don't know why but no it's imagine... still going it's just it just failed <laughs> Yeah, it's failed, but... <laughs> but it's still exists. It's there. It works. Well, it's too bad, but with this new technology, it can make this... It can bring this to another level. Like, you can you can merge this with VR, for example. Which also is a thing right now. If you have VR, you use the Oculus Quest, you can run PC VR games. You don't even need a PC. You just pay $10 for some guy, and he streams games to your VR uh, video game, you know? Yeah, you don't, need, you don't even need a computer. You just need to have a... Access to the cloud. Yeah, you need to have access to the cloud. You need to have a VR gear, headset, or whatever. And right now, your, your problems are cut in half because... You don't need a computer, you just need a headset. All the graphics are the same, the connection is the same, the the, the gameplay is the same. Man, dude, that's so... Yeah, I, man. I don't, I don't, I can't even, I can't even. I can't even, my bro, I can't even. And I will even see you. You, thou shall be even see. <laughs> <laughs> I will even you, because I think that's very much the future. Because what you are describing to me is the Internet of Things. That's the main goal, the main point. And uh, the whole thing with quantum computers is like this. Well, we can do this streaming thing. We just need some very hardcore brute force power. Uh, yeah. However, we are very much at the end of the Moore's law, which says that computers get faster at twice every year. Or No, they get two times faster. Ah, fuck it. It gets faster, very fast. Yeah, the, they doubles the computing power. The, the, velo the velocity of the velocity of the computer 
processing power gets faster every year. It doubles up every year. Yeah, but we are pretty much getting to the limit of that because you can only get so small with these ships. And the thing is, if we have some very crazy computers able to run this brute force thing and stream stuff through the world, all you need to do is like simple access. We just need to see the end result in our PCs, you know? Yeah, I can imagine like from 20 years from now, like being very conservative about this expectation. But this is going to be the new smartphones. Like everyone is going to have this shit like easily. Well, I, 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 I mean, there's the there's already the Neuralink and other stuff like that. And Starlink. And Starlink. Imagine the merging of these technologies along with quantum computing. We are going to enter another... Man, our <clears throat> society is going to change, like... Yes, you know, what I think is going to be streaming the most are things we already see, which are AIs. Uh, like, I okay, I know... Video and video games and music, they are a big thing right now because we are getting like with even better qualities. But as I said before, I think we are going to hit the, the limit very soon. People are going to be like, okay, we can't get much prettier than this. It's impossible. We, can even, we can't even see that. Uh, I think people are going to stream like AIs and services, you know, like... It takes like some very huge power to run AIs, but if you can string AIs, you'll just need to see the end result of like a computer slave or whatever. In your in your opinion, what could be an example of streaming on AI? I think we can start to see some very personalized business going on. Like maybe people are gonna get uh, advantage of the fact that we, we answer very well to human-like characteristics. So like, yeah. do you know Lou from Magazine Luisa? Like, yeah, it's a person. It's the standard corporate uh, mascots. Yeah, so imagine something like that, but uh, for each person, you know? We already we already have cell phones that they run services very well. So you have like maps, you have banks, you have videos, documents, everything they, they do that kind of stuff. Like off-site, it's not running on my cell phone or your PC. They just work. We just download the end result, you know? Yeah, everything is on the cloud. However, I think we're going to have some uh, some kind of AI that is able to access those those things for you, you know? You just ask her, like, hey, can you do uh, um, something for me? Like, I don't know, make an appointment or ask for dinner or whatever. Mm. So it's kind of be more centralized than it is right now because my cell phone can do this. However, it doesn't really have integration to those apps. Yeah, what you're saying is that that it is going to be our next step into developing the state-of-the-art AI? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what I'm trying to say. I think that's what we are going to see. 
I think people are really going to buy into that and people are going to take advantage of this, you know. But yeah. we already have this kind of stuff. Uh, but like state of the art is not really state of the art. Like things that would really make AI seem like general intelligence, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I get what you said, but I, uh, I meant that it was going to be the next step because reaching state-of-the-art AI is something, I mean... It's possible, just I'm, not yeah, right it's now. Possible, but yeah, not right now. I'm not going to say that it isn't possible, but it's not going... It's not something that we are going to see in like 50 years or so. But <laughs> I, I, I get what you say, and that's very interesting. These, these, new, these new things that are going to be part of our everyday life are going to solve lots of problems. And that's a good thing. Uh, you know, Macedo, I want to retract. Maybe I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's something else. Um, maybe, like, going back to what we were talking in the beginning of the chat, maybe it's not so much about personalized people like with identities that try to explore our minds, maybe we're going to see like electronics that adapt to our lifestyle, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe more on par with that. You don't even talk to your robot, it just kind of knows where you are, when and what to do. Yeah, because, well, for example, we have the Neuralink technology being developed right now. Uh, it is not a. It is not in. in a, it is not an assistant. It is not like Tony Stark's Jarvis. Yes. It is like. It is like. It is rather something that it is. It is rather something implanted into your brain. So you don't have an AI assistant. You have an AI that enhances your. Your, uh, how can I say this? It enhances your... Uh, can I try? May, may I try? Please. I think we, are, we have to shift our perception, like enhance the word again, AI, uh, stop saying AI, go back to artificial intelligence. And then explore a little more the intelligence side, because it is very much an intelligence to decipher what you want to do. It's not an assistant, like intelligence in the sense of human intelligence so so like identity like you know it's more mm. an intelligence on the side of what is the logic behind this behavior yeah exactly that and we are going to receive <coughs> this enhancement and like i was saying in the beginning of the episode uh we are dealing with technology that we are able to well, at least some some part of it, at least a, a small part of it. We are dealing with technology that we can we can create ourselves. We can personalize it ourselves. Like I have this specific problem, or I have this specific desire. I want to do this very specific thing, and I have the means to do so. So why not? So why would I don't? Why wouldn't I do that? That's true. I feel very much like that too. 
So yes, I guess <clears throat> actually what I meant to say is more on par with that, you know. Uh, technologies that just get a feel for what's going on context-wise. Yeah, context-wise is that. Wow, that's so trippy. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that's pretty much what we are trying to accomplish right now. Uh, trying back to the globe, uh, that's kind of what where we want to get. You know, it is technology, even the old school technology but apply it in a way that fits more to... It doesn't have to be so stiff, you know? It felt very stiff in the beginning of technology. Yeah, it sure did. But, well... I mean, if you were going to put together all these concepts, for example, we were talking about how quantum computing was going to make a revolution on the streaming technology. And we merged this with VR. For example, are, do you want to talk about that product that we seen earlier today? The other one, NextMind. Yeah, the NextMind project. Okay. In, do you want to introduce it? Sure, sure. Why don't we make a brief pause then, like uh, just a couple minutes, and then we go back to next mind because this is like still related to what we are saying. However, it's uh, taking on a slightly different direction, you know. Yeah, but uh, it's it's also very interesting as well. No, 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 left. Yes, it's just because after we had this conversation, I was all like. Bro, that's so trippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So, okay, let's do a brief pause. We are going to get back at... Uh, well, we're going to stop just for a, for a few minutes. So, if there's anyone listening yet, we are going to get back very, very quick. Yes, yes. And if you are listening to this after the fact, it's just going to take a second. So, take a look. It's going to be like three, two, one. Aí, tô de volta. Hello, guys, and we are back. See? It took no time at all. It was pretty much yeah. instantaneous. If you were seeing this on the VOD, it was only one second. So, let's get back to what we were saying. We are going to introduce a new concept that we were reading about and watching about uh, on the internet in these previous days. It was about a... In technology, uh, it's, it's it's still in the development development phase. It's the name is the the next mind. That's correct. Right. Correct. So you want to introduce it? Sure, sure, sure. Well, you'll see in a second why it's similar to the globe. Okay, guys. But before that, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Okay, never forget. Never forget. Also, if you want to be a part of the conversation and like reply to what we said here, or if you, we didn't make ourselves clear and you want just talk, you know, go to our Discord server and just talk with us. Yeah, the link is right below the, the video. Yes, or anywhere else. <laughs> it's very or easy to find. Else. 
We're going to make it easy. We are always available to answer anything. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry for this shameless advertisement. Yeah, we need to do so. <laughs> yeah, we really need that. Please, please give us your thumbs. <laughs> wow, what, what's so crazy about this next mine? I will tell you what it is. Next mine is a gadget uh, that you use for virtual reality games. So you have a Oculus Quest, you have PC VR, and HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, whatever. That's an add-on. And what it does, it does this. Uh, you have to use controllers to control most of every video game up to now. Uh, using this, you put like another thing in your head, on the back of your head. That's what the next mind is. It's pretty much a reader for the back. Imagine a big ass power bank in the back of your head. And what it does, it lets you control games with your mind. Yeah, that's very crazy. Uh, this gadget, it uses the a technology that that is not new. In, that that that's been used for like 100 years now. Uh, the name the name is electroencephalography. That's EEG. Correct. That's an EEG. That's an EEG. And uh, the thing is, if you put this on the back of your head, it will kind of read your brain waves. Yes, that's correct. I'll feed in from here. Uh, this is actually my area. I studied for this. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Go ahead, please. Be my guest. Uh, what happens is your brain is like pretty much a big ass tofu inside your head. It's like meat, but uh, viscose. And it works like this. It runs uh, elect electrical signals. Uh, in your head. So each neuron sends a message to the other neuron and when the message travels that's literally the electrons moving like uh, the parts that compose the cell and that makes actual electricity for realsies and uh, that's pretty much imagine that you have a battery, a battery and a battery it, it has a electromagnetic uh, wave it's always coming out of the battery, you know. You can always check that out, even with a magnet. It's just that magnets don't don't really move, you know. However, when the electrical signals move in the brain, they generate signals because that's what batteries do. And there are actually three main signals, I guess you could say. They are just like very easy to read signals. And they have like some names and not really, I don't really remember the actual names, but they are Greek symbols like beta, theta, and gamma. And they pretty much mean active, resting, and focus it, like relaxed it. So they are level of activity in the brain generated by the movement of electricity. Um. And this specific software that does reading by this company that is developing this next mind technology, uh, 
it functions like this, something like this. You need to focus on what you were seeing. For example, you have three circles in the screen. So if you want to activate the gadget on the back of your head, you have to use your eyes to to focus with your mind. So if you're if you are focusing on the left circle, your brain is going to to activate the signal and the gadget is going to recognize it. And that's how you are able to control the stuff with your mind. Which is mind blowing, no pun intended. <laughs> good <laughs> one, good one. See, you are yeah. a professional in English, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, no pun intended, but let's let's go further ahead in the let's go further down. I mean, in the rabbit in the rabbit hole. All right. Uh, imagine that you have a um, VR environment. For okay. example, I'm imagining this. I closed my eyes here, okay? Everyone close your eyes too. <laughs> yeah, close your eyes and imagine this. <laughs> uh, do you know when you have... Uh, right now with the pandemic, right now everyone is stuck at home. Well, at least the ones that are respecting the, yeah, the people know. that are young. <laughs> and you know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, with the pandemic, all these communication softwares uh, went into, well, they skyrocketed, skyrocketed in use. For example, Discord, um, Zoom, Google Meet. Everything, everyone yeah. Just, everyone just gathers into these lobbies to do group calls. So let's let let's imagine that everyone has a a VR gear or for example it's called a headset has... we usually call that a headset Yeah let's let's imagine that everyone has a VR headset along with these next mind gear and well now you're not you are not uh stuck only with video conferences or call conferences you can now be with everyone in the same environment you can see everyone and you can control stuff with your mind yes bro that's full dive vr that's what people that's like sword art online you know yeah i mean Everything that I just said now, it's not new, it already happens, but uh, as technology is being developed more and more and more, uh, new features are going to be introduced and introduced to, to this thing. So right now you can only see stuff and perceive stuff uh, with your eyes and and you can perceive stuff with sound. But we are going to reach a level where it, uh, we are going to break this barrier 
like for example, if you merge this with Neuralink, you're going to be sending inputs into your brain. So maybe, uh, well, maybe I'm being too op op optimistic here, but I guess that we could say that in the future we could maybe perceive stuff with the other senses like you can actually physically sense stuff or uh, sense mm -hmm. smell and touch uh, you can you you can touch stuff in this virtual reality environment and you can physically sense the the touch you can feel the texture you can feel the things that you are grabbing you can smell the the environment you can well you you you, you will yeah be... i know where you're getting at I, I think that's our main point we have to hack the brain we, we have to go there there's just no way around this we have to take main control through the means of technology and brute force <laughs> exactly and we are going to do that uh, everyone that is working in these projects are mainly interested in doing so. And this is going to be so fucking crazy, man. Like, I, I can be here in my room, but I can be, ex at the same time, I can be experiencing a China. A, a, <laughs> Yeah, China, the moon, Mars, whatever. You you can experience the the the, the deep sea, uh, the the uh, the deep ocean, whatever. Man, that's so that's so awesome. You can. Oh man, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. I know what you're saying, bro. I have a VR headset. It's pretty much like that. That's what it is. It's amazing. In fact, True. if you guys have never used that, please go and find the nearest person who has it and try it right now. Right now, because that if you haven't tried this before, you're missing it out. And I think it's going to happen in like, in, uh, we can pretty much expect like by the end of 2020s to see this as commonplace, you know. Yeah, just like I said before the polls. Uh, this is the new technology. This is this is like this is this is going to be the new smartphone. Everyone is going to have so. Uh, yeah. Everyone is going to have a piece of it. Yes, that's true. However, if we want to stay more specific side uh, about the next mine, just so you guys, we are going to leave the link in the description too. Okay, same with the glove, but. The specifics of next mind, just so people don't go thinking, oh man, they can identify everything we see, every thought, whatever. That's not very much what it is, okay? Not right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Uh, you can go on. You can talk about the specifications of the software. So yeah, the specifications of the software is like this. The brain works like this, and we have like, uh, this is the gross data. Like, this is... As Macedo said, the EEG has been around for like a hundred years, and that's what you see in movies when the the machines tick around and make some noise signal wave, you know. Um, yeah. That kind of data, uh, it's uh, we are not taking like exact points. We are not measuring the neo the neurons, 
and how they interact and each signal and each arm in the neuron. We are just observing the brain working as a whole, so pretty much like a block. And with this, uh, this specific gadget, what we are measuring is the levels of noise that they have very specific values, which I said theta, beta, and gamma. And that's kind of easy to measure and cheap enough that we can like make this stuff and also easy enough to control. So it's very much a switch, you know, and it has three inputs. Yeah. And I guess uh, the difference is that this one has like a very cool machine learning software and it's very targeted for the backside of your head, which measures like visual input. But there have been other examples like from, from, of people using this technology. Do you know Michael Reeves? He, ma he controlled a car with his mind. <laughs> Man, fucking Michael Reeves. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, okay, I, I, I get it that these technology in the specific, it is, it is not open source. So you will not be able to just hack it and make alterations to to your personal interests. Mm -hmm. But imagine if we, if we have a version of it, or not a version, but if at least we have the means to get the the physical components and just assemble it into a gadget of your own and then you will have access to some open source open source code or if you well you're you're free to just create one of your own as well but you can you you were at this point you were you have so many possibilities when you're in front of you Yes, that's uh, for sure. I agree with you. You can make just pretty much anything. Just like with this glow, for example. The dude that invented it, uh, or at least created it, uh, he, he made the code open source. So what he wrote, you can just copy and paste into your own globe and you can make what he made you can see what he made and you can make the tests on yourself but you can also change it you can uh, you can change it to your to fit your own interests for example like i said in the beginning if you have a specific task that you want to automate or a problem your a personal problem of yourself that you want to solve, you can use this technology to to do so, and that uh, that's amazing. Yes, for sure. Uh, in fact, uh, what I wanted to say by specifics is not right to rain on our parade. Is like just to say, okay, what can we do? I, I agree with you when I you know, when you were saying that. Let's hack it. Let's not use the the proprietary code. We just need the hardware. <laughs> well, if you have the ability to do so, well, be my guest, but that's very hard shit. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to try to do so. I'm, 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 very, I'm very willing to, 
to to get my own version of it but that's kind of hard and it will it will take a while it will take a while to 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 even grasp the concepts behind the code but if it's doable then dude, dude just imagine what we are able to do with it i did in fact i have been thinking about this I thought about this for like half an hour when I went to the market today. And I have the specifics here if you want to listen. I actually wrote them down. Oh, please, tell me. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, we were talking about the Glove. And we were talking about the next mind ship. Also, yeah. fucking amazing. Um, but I was thinking, okay, how are we going to use this technology? Okay, because I'm going to make that just because it's possible and I want to have that feeling for me in my life. Yeah. <laughs> But what else Now after that? Give the tangible examples. Yes, here's the tangible examples. So, as I said before, this is what the next mind is. It's like pretty much a switch that works in your head and it detects like three kinds of uh inputs okay let's put it as that imagine that you have now three additional buttons just with a thought of your mind that's just yeah. a, that's already a lot okay yeah pretty much a lot pretty much a lot yeah But so please go on so what did you think about what do you want to do well i think it would be something like this uh I would have to already be using a headset in order for this to be practical yeah. uh, because like doesn't make any sense to just keep walking around with this you know <laughs> yeah so if you are using the headset which it, it also relies on the headsets you know there's just not very much getting around to this uh, but however the thing is With the headset, I think that's the other part of the next mind it was missing because what something that would be very good to pair with is like uh, eye tracking. It tracks where your eye is looking. Oh, yeah. And if you train an AI good enough, you can make it recognize the stuff. Yes. Uh, so, and also when you have the headset, So you have like an internal camera for your eyes right? and you also have external cameras that just do the tracking. They just, they are always there. So they are looking at the ambient. So they are, they could run some machine learning algorithm to identify objects or people or colors or even patterns that are also tied to the next mind and also tied to the eye tracking. So then you can actually look at a physical object, like, I don't know, the lights, and then activate the beta, the theta stage of your brain, like, you activate the input, and then sure. it, <clears throat> it, like, turns on the light or it turns off, whatever. Yeah, and if you if you go even further, you can connect this, this whole system that you made and connect it to a drone. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And now you're going to fly the shit off of the drone and you can see what the drone is looking at uh, like three kilometers from distance or even further or whatever. Just connect it to a drone. I just want to do this. 
No, yes, and it's amazing. Imagine I'm in my house, okay? I already am using like a huge ass headset that has like cameras and whatever, and I can. I'm for now. I'm looking at the real world, but then yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to, I have to buy some some bread, and then I like activate drone mode, and I turn <laughs> on, <laughs> I turn on my drone, and it's in the garage. However, I just activate the camera. I'm now a drone. <laughs> yeah, and now you can fly to the bakery and get your fucking bread with your mind. You're, you're only controlling. You're, I mean, you're only using your mind. You're like, you're you're sitting at the couch in the living room, but you're buying bread at the same time, just using your mind. That is true, bro. I actually know, you know, in specifics term, I guess you could control a drone with next to mind because. Remember, it's a switch, so yeah. at least like go up and go down. Uh, you can tie that to the two ones, and you still have one available. Yeah, I mean, like, let's let's consider this. You you need to go up, you need to go down, you need to go forward, and you need to go backwards. Oh, for fine maneuverment, I want my hands. I really want them. I can't let let yeah. them go. And if you need to pick up stuff, uh, I'm, I can. Well, you, I think it's better to use your hands as well. So with the hands, you control the mechanical parts of the drone. Like for example, if you need to pick up something, and if you need to do maneuvering. But if if you want to just go up or go down, you can control control it with your mind using the next mind. Okay, I have another idea. Listen to this one. Uh, instead right. of going up and down, then we tie the signals off, like being active with rage, and then it activates a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly the purpose of the entire Dreams Bro project. Yes, and Let's also do drones with flamethrowers. Yeah, also let's forget not let's not forget about the other switch, the relaxed one. If I'm relaxed, the drone just uh, burns some dope and everyone's relaxed too. <laughs> <laughs> But man, I, I want to do this shit like so bad. Uh, I want to do this this year. Oh yeah, we are not really talking about just fucking around, okay guys? Uh, we are fucking around right now, but the drone thing, it's actually gonna happen. We just need yeah. to. Uh, it's actually planned. It's just not gonna happen now. But we are doing it for sure. Yeah, we need to work on. We need to work out on, on some ideas and study some <laughs> concepts and whatnot. But that's pretty much it. Uh, what we are saying here is that with today's technology and with today's, I don't know. What do we have in here? Uh, we are pretty much open to a to so much possibility that you you can make pretty much anything that you want if you if you have the means to do so. Oh yeah, you also that... have to sit down and read a lot. If you can do that, my brother, the world is yours. Yeah, the world is yours, and 
you and then well that's pretty much it you 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 need to invest your time in it and you need to have the means to do so to 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 like have the physical to have the physical components to do so like for example the yeah electronics the VR headset the the components to build the drone or whatever well our specific example in here is how to control a drone with your mind but, but you you can make whatever you want you yeah, can like, just ps3 controllers <laughs> yeah like just just let your imagination flow like for example you can you can uh i i i thought about something as well uh merging this with the iot and like making a smart home mm -hmm. yeah and it's actually deceptively cheap people usually think it's very hard and expensive to get into these hobbies guys it's just as expensive as any other hobby if you yeah. like something, it's pretty much the same range of money you're going to spend with, like, games. Or even less. Yes, even less. Uh, actually, even less, because the most you're going to have to spend is your own time to really go there, read, and do stuff. Yeah. Man, fuck around and write it down. True. That's, what, that's the difference from fucking around and science. In science, yeah. you write shit now. Yeah, that's true. That's only it. But, but you that's know, another example. Can I just tell the people about the drone plans? No, you you bet. Uh, just uh, I think it's gonna be funny. Uh, also, this is like our fifty episode, so uh, also wanna go on a what we're gonna do thing, you know? It's breeze project time. Yeah, but the idea of the drone is like this. We already uh, did a little research. Uh, like, we got one of the hardest parts, which was like the 3D printer. Um, yeah. That's already down. And the thing is, we don't really want to control the drones with our minds, but the first person view is like, that's for sure. We do that. We do want that. But? But but nothing. We do have the means to do that. I have a VR headset. It's my cell phone, but something already. Yeah, it's something already. And uh, well, like we like we said, we just need to just sit down and study. That's pretty much it. Yeah, but I guess you guys can expect something like this. Many videos on like Breeze 3D or something like that. And uh, first, I want to make the plane because it's the easiest, and we have to work on the controls. Once yeah, we have the true. yeah, because the plane just flies around; it's not a drone; it just goes around the house. Yeah, and we do the mission control site first, you know. Yeah, mm. no, no, guys, we we can do this like in a couple months. Yeah, but, and then, like, you have to do the control, and then after the control, we do, then we start buying parts specifically for the drone, and do the uh, the first-person view thing, you know, with the headset. I think that the most expensive part is going to be the camera, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that is true. 
Uh, but that depends on the kit we buy, right? Yeah. But now I'm talking out of my ass because I don't really know what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if we are going to if we are going to buy a a a kit that is already ready to be mounted and oh yeah pre-assembled right yeah i i don't think so i guess I mean, personally i think i'd rather get this shit done with with just parts that i off the shelf parts right yeah, like just buy the shit, make a design in in uh, in Fusion 360, for example. Get your 3D printer, print the 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 exoskeleton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, by kit, I did not mean like full assembled kite kit. I just meant like. Uh, motors kit, cameras kit, main control kit, you know. Ah, oh, right, right. Yeah, I'm. I'm also don't know shit about this yet. I'm going to research it. I did a little um, bit of research. I I've done my homework. <laughs> yeah, I I need to do my home homework as well. But I guess that the camera is going to be the most expensive part of the entire project. But, well, that's it. Just like you guys are hearing us here, is that if you want to do something, you just need to to imagine what do you want to do. You need to imagine something that could be viable in the physical world. Like, for example, you, you can give, some, give, give, a, give an example of something impossible to do right now. AIs. Yeah, like the perfect AI. The perfect AI just like Jarvis from Tony Stark. Uh, that's impossible. But something more simple, like the example that we are given in here, that's something pretty doable. And you can do this. You just need to sit down and research some stuff. Because we are living in a period of time that almost anything, almost said almost that's that's the keyword almost anything is doable if you want to do so and that's nuts that is very much true i very much agree with macedo uh it's not about money it's not about being gifted with some kind of thing you literally just need to throw your own brain into something it's inevitable yeah, you... just be, like throw time into that action you will be good it's inevitable yeah. It's inevitable. You will be good. You don't need to be extremely rich and you don't need to be a NASA level genius. But Yeah, you don't have to even achieve something that changes the world. Literally, you just have to say, hey, I have this goal. Uh, I want to achieve this someday. But mm -hmm. for first, I will just take a look around, research stuff, build, some, build my time, build my time. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And well, I guess you summed it up. Yes, that's the nature of training. And also, as we said in the beginning of the conversation, that is the nature of what's going to happen. Computers are going to get good at this. And we are going to train them. 
But you can train yourself, you know? But you can train yourself. And, well, the, ine the inevitable part here is that with future technologies that are already being developed and that are going to be developed in the next years or decades, uh, well, computers are going to be crazy powerful as hell. So, I don't know. I'm, 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 my mind is just like flowing with thoughts. Well, maybe we should just finish it. It has been an awesome episode, and we all we have uh, many, many episodes to the end of the year. Yeah, this is the episode number five, but many more are going to to come. So yeah, I'm going to wrap this up, okay? Yeah, please. So guys, thanks everyone for listening to this. Uh, it has been an awesome ride. I really, really love it doing this test ride, if we can call this. I want to especially thank Macedo for being here with me. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. I thank you as well. As well, uh, this was kind of exciting. This this is just the beginning of our project here. Uh... And now this is for realsies, okay, guys? Uh, really like and share and subscribe to us. And really come talk to us in Discord. We are now going to start advertising and being here like on point every Monday, 13 o'clock. Also on Fridays, right now 13 o'clock. But we are open to suggestions. So long as you are here sharing this moment with us, um, we are open to anything. Yeah, we are open to to conversations we are open to you guys just letting us know what do you think about our ideas if you want to give us ideas about something uh, ideas about talking about or doing a project about uh, whatever just get in touch with us and we are going to answer we want the we want the we want to build this sense of community with you guys that are listening to us that's very important we are doing this not only for ourselves, not only for uh, the objective that we have in here, but but to give back something to the world as well. Yes, uh, I have learned it so much and so did Macedo. This is just a thank you gift. Yeah, and thank you very much. And I hope uh, you guys are going to keep up with us in the years to come. All right, so bye-bye, guys. See you later. See you around. Be, be right back in the Friday episode. See you soon, guys.